This is a WKYT podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Victor and Andrea. Andrea, how, how you doing? I'm so good because I finally got to talk to D. I was going to say, you were pretty excited about today's podcast. You had fun. Well, he's just one of the coolest people that I think I've ever met. Like, I, I love your vibe. Obviously, we're good friends. And, like, he's got that same chill, just cool vibe. And he's into what he's into. Like, you're so passionate about your games, which we get into a little you bit. You also enjoy that he calls me out on stuff. So, oh, gosh, yes. So much <laughs> ammo. Um, but, yeah, it's like he just loves what he does, like, loves life. And it's that is such so reflected in his business and just how you feel when you go to Country Boy. And I just I love it. Yeah, and that's the thing. We we just like the fact that you know um, it's kind of a Kentucky success story. And oh yeah. We're, um, you know, just glad to see that and uh, like that. It's always interesting to hear uh, what all kind of stuff because one of the things he talked about is um, you'll you'll hear him talk about people just want to be able to go out and do stuff and have fun. And oh my so gosh, this is yes. just a chance for that. And uh, we've got a couple great chances for that coming up soon. Not only, I mean, we get like breaking news in this podcast. Oh uh, yeah, that is true. Very exciting stuff. So um, you're gonna hear it here first. Andrew's I can't believe it. Excited about it. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Here's our conversation with uh, D H. Hello. I just know him as Daniel, but Daniel Harrison. Did you Did you ever <laughs> have a dark time? Huh? Did you ever frost your tips? Oh, I dyed my hair completely blonde in like tenth grade. Yeah. I've had every color. I had I've had dreads. I had cornrows. Uh, in middle school, I had my hair braided kind of like Coolio, like all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was, is why I'm bald now. <laughs> because it was down to my shoulders. <laughs> went from black to Faria Ultra Barferia, whatever the thing is. I went mm-hmm. from, I had jet black hair, it was like down to my shoulders, and then I dried it ultra blonde. Mm. Well, now that I know you were doing it yourself, because right? honey, I've done some Dude, Faria too. <laughs> smoke, smoking. Like my hair, like it's burning. And where it had grown out, it turned the black red, but it turned my hair white. So like the roots were all white about four inches out, but the rest of the nine inches was all, was like a maroon, tight, which was very popular with the ladies at college. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. All right, we are getting started. Yeah, we're here with uh, DH from Country Boy Brewing. Andrea, you missed the last time we, we had him on. You told me you were sad about it. I was sad, but I did listen to it, and it was such gold. I'm on it like it was meant to be because we got some priceless content with Miranda <laughs> and her. Just complete R. ignorance R. of the yeah. beer world. <laughs> well, what does she drink? Coors? Is it Coors? She's a Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Yes. Well, I guess, like, should I be thankful that you all invited me back because it was so good, or is this like a redo? <laughs> <That's what laughs> <I mean. laughs> Let's try this again. Right. Andrea was sad because she missed you because she's such a big fan of your product. I know. Oh, and I thank you guys for having me. I had a blast before, and I uh, enjoy, always enjoy talking beer and talking to you guys. Yes. Well, I had my surprise birthday party at Country Boy. Awesome. Yes. So, obviously, it's one of my favorites, and my mom was actually at Country Boy, which I never thought I'd see the day, so you've accomplished so much. Well, my mom, likewise, I've never seen my mom take a sip or a drink of alcohol, but she comes to place trivia uh, on Monday night oh. and she shares everything we put on Facebook. So she's a very supportive mom, but she's oh, never yes. tried our products. So she's just very trusting that it tastes she's good. She's got the top fan badge. That's right. That's right. <laughs> my, my boy made it. It must be good. <laughs> well, I'm one of Victor's top fans. No, you. I thought you refused that. Like it popped up on Facebook. Well, I, but I still am, whether or not uh, I display it. I That's follow so embarrassing. The, <laughs> the complex relationship that you all have on on Twitter. I'm a, it I'm is a, a, a very a, complex. I'm a big fan. So oh, I here we go. Yeah, she knows where I'm going with this. Mm. I was going to get her on like the the back end of this podcast, talk about it. But I'm just going to see what you think about this. So the the RV, the boat show. We all have to sign up. Okay. For for shifts, and you're always with somebody else. You're there for two hours. Um, 
when I first started, I was like, man, this is kind of a chore. But now it's actually kind of fun because you get to go out and just meet people and hang out. And I will say it's gotten more fun as I've anchored and people actually know who I am. And, <laughs> and the boat show is a, is a very specific clientele and well, customer. And so that's the thing. So a long time, it was me just standing there and people walking up and asking where like Bill or Andrea or Amber were. And, and I'm just like, oh, I work here too. But now people actually <laughs> now people actually know who I am, so it's, so it's kind of fun. Uh, but so I go in there to sign up and I see that nobody is next to Jim Caldwell's name. I'm like, well, Jim and I get along real well. He's a good old boy. We, we always have fun. So I sign up right next to Jim. I'm like, this is going to be a fun two hours. I go walking by yesterday, and I see a bunch of whiteout over everything. I didn't do the whiteout. And what do I see? But The whiteout was my not name, Little Victor's name, not my <laughs> handwriting, all by himself, the, a blank space. And below it, Andrea Walker and Jim Caldwell. <laughs> I never. And now I'm all by myself. I right? never wrote your name down, ever. Well, somebody and else... I didn't do the whiteout either, so I'm not convinced that this is my fault. Somebody else put my name back in that I... spot then. The... There's some funny business going See? on here, I can tell. Well, here's the look, thing. Look how defensive she is immediately. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I don't, I don't know. what you thing. Don't... Yeah, you know, in Scott County, this... we say if you throw a rock into a pack of dogs, you know which one that barks, <laughs> don't you? What? If you throw a rock into a pack of dogs, do you know which one barks? The guilty one? The one that gets hit. You know what I mean? That's, oh, my God. Come on. You, oh you've heard, you're from Jessica County. You've had to have heard that before. I have not. I've never heard that. Yeah, that's, that's a, a good one, though. Maybe that's a Scott County that, only. I was going to say, that was too far back in the But, like, I have the same relationship with you that I have with Jim. Yeah? I love both of you, and I hate both of you. Well, with and such passion at times. And I thought it was a chance for us to get away from you. When, oh, is that one's tearing me away from Bill. As we're starting out, I don't want it to seem like Victor and I, whose family, are teaming up on Andrea. So let me say this. Yeah. Because I have been following on Twitter, mm-hmm. and I do feel like that it is not only as a friend, but as a, you know, as a, as a, not that I, you know, I'm a mentor of yours or anything like yeah, that, but yeah. just someone that m- makes casual observations. Full of wisdom. I'm, I'm ready. Been following you on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, the last couple of days, your posts. Uh, someone who just needs needs to come out and tell you you got a problem with these these, these board games, man. You got, oh my gosh, you got a pro- you have a problem. Such a thing. I've never seen one person with so many board it's games insane. in. It's a collection, you know. I've curated and I've actually gotten rid of. That's the sad thing is that picture. The, Toys R Us doesn't have recently. that many games in stock right now. I've never it's, seen anything like it. Well, so I we recently, you know, well, you've been to the house. You know how we used to have all this awful blue carpet upstairs. Okay, that's what happens when you buy in older homes. You have random stuff everywhere, and so. Last week, we were both off. I swear, I, I, I invited DH to come talk about an actual event, but instead, this has just become just a weird family. <laughs> we'll get, we'll get to that. It. But so, uh, I was off last week because I basically capped out on my vacation days, and I had to had to take a week off. So, you know, I'm not going to complain. Okay, Bill Bryant. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, I told Mandy about it, so she took the same week off, and what I thought was going to be a relaxing week of me sitting around playing video games became a week of us ripping up carpet uh-huh. upstairs. It, yes. So I've learned a lesson there. From now on, I'm never telling anyone any of my plans. Do you feel better? I'm just going to, on Monday, I'll be like, guess what, Mandy? I got the week off, uh, which probably also wouldn't be good for my health. So maybe I should. Anyway. Was was there that one moment where you found that one game where you're like, man, I haven't played this in like 10 years, <laughs> but I'm not going to throw away because there's that off chance. I've got games up there from when I was a kid. I mean, yeah. like Well, those carry a certain bit of nostalgia. Too, yeah. and, you know, That's the thing. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not real sentimental. I'll throw most things out, but there is just like one or two. But yeah, there are definitely games in there that I, there are games up there I've never played. I bought it and I've been. It's like it's like Tony Stark and Iron Man. Whenever she walks up and is like, "Do you want this Rembrandt or whatever?" and he's like, mm, "I don't know." And she's like, "Well, somebody else wants it." He's like, "All right, buy it and stick it in storage." And that's me. I'm like, I buy it, I stick it on the shelf. I'm like, that'll be great someday, some theoretical day. Whenever I'm like retired or something, I don't know. Anyway, my coffee's just kicking in. I can tell. Well, let Whoa. me just say this we had one a week thing off. too. I ripped up all the carpet. I had to pull all the games downstairs to do that. 
And so then I just put them all back up. We reshelved. And so I thought the shelf looked nice. And that was it. It looks good. Also, but... anyone who knows uh, me or uh, any of my family would know that I'm just giving Victor a hard time. Because if you've ever been to my parents' house, <laughs> we're we're going to be on hoarders. It's no, just, I, I, it hasn't I, I, been filmed yet. It's, it, it's coming. It inspired me to be like, oh, we got to clear stuff right? out. Right. <laughs> when my mom but was no. moving, like one of her criteria was like, which one has the most storage buildings already mm-hmm. on site? But I, I think that's from, because my mother is the same way. She doesn't yes. get rid of anything. No. Whatever. I was is moving. It? She's like, hey, I've got some of your schoolwork from whenever you were in third grade. Do you want this? Mm-hmm. No, I don't want that. I don't want my kids to, to someday have to throw this away. Is it generational because of, of their age and the time that they grew up in? Or is it because they're from eastern Kentucky in the mountains? Both. Right? I, th- I think it's Both, a matter of maybe yeah. not having as much growing up. And so then you hold on to everything because you're like, well, you never know. I mean, I got this and I don't want to get rid of it. And yeah. I know we're going to talk about beer, but I have to say this, too, about my mom, who's the greatest mom in the world. I Aww. hit the mom lottery. She's awesome. But like, we have snow in our freezer. Like mom freezes snow. What? Like when it snows in the middle of winter, mom, my mom's grandmother that she lived with, her name was Effie Franzina, uh, great name. But anyway, yeah. she let her do anything. That was her middle name, Franzina. Uh, she's, they would always wonder as kids, I wonder what snow tastes like in the middle of summer. And so they would bag up snow in the wintertime and put it in the freezer. And then on a hot day in like July, you get the snow out and eat it so they could figure out what it tastes like. So mom will freeze snow. That's and adorable. if you got, I guarantee if you go in the basement of our house right now and open it up, there will be a couple of gallon Ziploc bags that look like they're just old freezer burned ice that's snow. That's awesome. So out there, if you're listening, bag up some snow for your kids. And then in July, if it ever does snow again, right, bag it up. Franzina? Effie Franzina Bird was her name. Franzina. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. That is the coolest thing. Well, Victor, have you heard about that woman on on the, uh, the Netflixes? The Marie Kondo. Oh, yes, yes. very much. I was like, that's... did you hold each box and say, does this bring me joy? Well, that's the other thing. So we've gone through recently. We've cleared <laughs> out. I had to borrow one of our neighbor's trash cans to put extra stuff in because we filled up ours so much. And I still have, like, our recycling bin is currently full of trash that I'm going to have to move back over to the trash once once they take that. So I'm, I'm oh, in yeah. shifts because we got rid of so much stuff. So the that's sad good. thing is that, that that is the after picture. That is... After also, Andrea, you know, I've got to <laughs> oh, say, he's coming here just telling tales. This is the greatest day of my life. I've got to say, my a closet few things. is opening up. Um, you know, I spent a lot of time in Japan. That's where I yes. got into beer. That's mm-hmm. where I kind of got my craft beer wings. Uh, my mentor Brian Baird still operates in an excellent brewery there. You can hear all about that in part uh, one at, at the foot of Mount Fuji. Yes. Uh, Talked a lot about that in, in the story of Country Boy, but also in Japan, uh, you know, that's where I met my wife. Yes. And uh, so we, we, she moved back here. Her family is still all there. We go back quite often. That Marie Kondo is a bunch of crap. Why? <laughs> like Why? Japanese people don't do that. That is not they, true. They stuff too. <laughs> oh my gosh. If you go to my in-laws house in Japan, it looks like they grew up in Eastern Kentucky. I'm <laughs> telling you that the, the Marie Kondo thing is a total farce. That is not the way it works in Japan. And if you want any evidence of that, come to my house. I and see. love it. <laughs> yes. I love go talk it. to his Japanese wife. That's she right. Holds on to everything You'll too. be tripping over Legos and Hot Wheels just like the rest of us. Oh, so. yes. All right. Wait, speaking of your mentor, what was the advice you just gave me? Because I was was laughing about Miranda when he, she asked, how do I not get hung over? And he said, don't drink so much. And you said your mentor gave you the best advice. Right. You know, so it's, you know, we're, <laughs> we'll be eight years. And that's kind of what we're going to talk about today is you know, February 10th. We're celebrating eight years in business oh uh, here at the Lexington Tap Room. And then we'll be three years in business in Georgetown, which is crazy. You know, mm-hmm. it seems like 80 years on one hand. Mm-hmm. It seems like eight seconds on the other. Uh, but, you know, We've learned a lot over the last eight years, and, and you know I can't always tell you that I was as smart as I am now, and hopefully in eight years I can tell you I'm way smarter than I am sitting here at the moment. 
But it took me a long time in the beer world to realize the simple phrase that that I did learn from from a very smart guy in the industry that said, uh, "If you drink tomorrow's beer today, you can't drink tomorrow's beer tomorrow." Mm-hmm. Because we all want to have a couple beers tomorrow. Yeah. But if you want to have those beers tomorrow, you shouldn't drink those beers today, or it's going to be very difficult, and you won't feel like having those beers tomorrow, and you'll exactly. be quite unproductive. So just enjoy today's beer today and You're tomorrow's away beer tomorrow's tomorrow. Fun. Right? Yeah. Come on yeah. now. Which sounds, in theory, very easy to do, but you know, if oh, if, uh, if you're having a good time, and sometimes tomorrow's <laughs> beer does taste good. Well, I've had Friday night at sometimes eight three beers becomes four beers, and oh yeah, the other morning, Andrea. How oh yesterday, I was. <sighs> I walk in. She's at her desk with sunglasses on. And I just look at him like, so, you feeling all right? She's like, uh, Margarita. No, I was not good. <laughs> I was unwell. No, which, it was not good. Which fun, it's fun, you know, a late night for her is what, going to bed at like 9 o'clock? So that's yeah. That's what's funny. I'm just thinking of you in the afternoon. Just... No, that's the thing. It's like I was going hard at like 2 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. I'm sure anybody, there wasn't even anyone else in the restaurant. You know, I'm, I'm getting a little bit older. <laughs> I, I love those times. But I'm getting a little bit older. I'm a big fan of like the... Two, three o'clock beer and yes. the uh, five o'clock nap, the nap? Yes. and the uh, seven thirty bedtime. Big, <laughs> big fan. So me too. Me be very too. productive in the morning. All right. So uh, you're coming up on the anniversary here, and and one of the things I've enjoyed seeing you all do is just all of the cool events. Um, we did a, a bus whenever you all first opened up Georgetown. Yeah. That was that was a fun bus ride from the brewery in Lexington to Georgetown. Party um, bus. Yeah, the party bus. I've uh, got the. I've been to a few chili cook-offs and, yep. and beer cheese events. And you all have one. Is this the first time you all have done this? This will be a gravy? This is year two of okay. the, gra- right. the gravy challenge. All right. So tell us about the gravy uh, challenge. Well, I'm let me give you a little, little background. Uh, we're, we're big believers at the brewery. Uh, people just are looking for something fun to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Like every, everyone is just looking for an excuse to get out and have a good time and connect with people and put down your phones and just enjoy life. Right. And so at the brewery, uh, we, we were afford- I get from board games. Right. right. Uh-huh. We're, we're, we're afforded the opportunity to do that. And both Lexington and Georgetown is, you know, we're, we're creating these just fun events that are really just whimsical and, and not so serious, but they give people an opportunity to get out and enjoy, enjoy life. So we started uh, with the chili cook-off, which, uh, which is a lot of fun. There's a lot of those that go on and, and they're, they're, Everyone takes it very seriously. We try to, you know, acknowledge that seriousness that people take with the, uh, with their, with their chilies and, and well, their beer cheeses. You all have professionals come in. I mean, there will be we do, yeah. chefs we have, and restaurants and everybody. There's, there's oh two gosh. different divisions. There's amateurs and there's the pros and joes, as we call it in each in each of these. But, uh, you know, we take it very seriously, and, and each of them is connected though with a charity, and that's what we're very excited about. But uh, the beer cheese uh, was after that beer cheese competition. We're in Kentucky, uh, which is kind of our signature thing. And then we were looking for something else to do. And my partner Jeff was like, you know, there's one, a couple things he loves in the world. Uh, one of them is beer. The other one is biscuits and gravy. <laughs> yes. So he was like, let's do a gravy competition. And we're like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, it's not. Right? You know. So but when dumb, you think brilliant. about it. <laughs> What Every, is something people love? Everybody I mean, loves up, we gravy. We've all got a connection to it. It's very mm-hmm. nostalgic. You know, like going and, and for me, it's like deer hunting and my granny making biscuits and gravy in the cast iron oh, skillet. But at that same time, everybody's gravy is a little bit different. Very, mm-hmm. yes. right? Just like a chili. Everyone's got their own take on it. Everyone's got their own ingredients they put in it. And so we uh, we said, let's just do the, gra- the gravy bowl, the gravy challenge. And so it's kind of in conjunction with our eight-year anniversary, all the celebrations that we're going to do. Uh, we start off the first, uh, first weekend, uh, which is the weekend of the 7th, 8th, and 9th uh, is going to be in Lexington. The Ooh. next weekend right uh, is, is going to be the also a continuation of that eight-year anniversary, but our three-year celebration in Georgetown, and that culminates on Sunday with the Gravy Challenge. And so it's, it, uh, it kicks off at 1. 
Uh, it's be a ton of people coming. There'll be about 50 folks there all making. If you if you haven't entered yet, there's still time to enter. If you'd like to, you can get on our Eventbrite on all of our social media stuff. The link's on there to enter it. Uh, last year, uh, one of our uh, good friends in the industry, his father won it. Uh, he was fully decked out in his uh, striped overhauls with his yes. Purnell's Old Folks Country Sausage <laughs> flat bill on. Uh, he's actually met Mr. Al Purnell in the past, sat down and had sausage with him. Stop uh, it. So this guy, he's the, reigning, sausage royalty. he's the reigning champion of the gravy challenge. Uh, his gravy was very good. There were all different types, spicy. Uh, there was a seafood. There was a shrimp gravy that was excellent. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's all connected to charity. You come, we ask you if you want to donate, you can. You don't have to, but it's free to the public. You can drink a beer if you want to. You don't have to. You can just come hang out and have to have a good time but there'll be a lot of people there uh just don't you know you want to come hungry because 50 different gravies uh-huh. uh and then plan that nap whether you have yeah. a beer or not in the oh, afternoon because you're gonna be that much food honey. right you know and it's all a lot of gravy it's a lot of sausage it's a lot of very hard to say having food. been to the the chili and the beer cheese event the chili one was a little easier because i mean it's, it's chili you, you can eat a decent amount it's still heavy yeah. but man that beer cheese let me tell you after oh, tasting yeah. every beer That's cheese it. there right. you get to the, the end i feel so bad for the last people who who i taste their their beer cheese because i don't care if it's the best beer cheese That's in the world true. it's kind of like all right well, well here's yeah, sure, just a little man. pro tip of how to navigate you got to take it in you got to take it in waves okay. so i mm-hmm. recommend you know go in sample 10 come back out the tap room have your beer if you want relax a little bit yeah. walk around uh, go back take Cleanse another wave right take another wave <laughs> of 10 because if you just try to jump in at all 40 or 50 you're going to get a little palate fatigue i guess that's my problem i tried and to marathon it and just nope. the bubble guts is yeah. a real thing on the on the old beer cheese that's for, that's for certain now so. okay so this is like when you say gravy because you know you could be thinking turkey gravy but you're talking about like biscuits and gravy, so like the white gravy typically. We we have biscuits that we so we provide the biscuits, the okay. vessel, if you will, right, uh, the to vehicle. consume, yeah, to, <laughs> to consume it. Uh, but yeah, most people, and we don't really have any restrictions on it. You can bring whatever. Like I said, mm-hmm. people did a seafood based. We did a lot of vegetarian stuff, even. Yeah. Uh, we had a tofu chili recently, which is very good. But there's some tofu gravy and stuff like that. But uh, there's really no parameters. But most people, their take on it because there's right. gonna be biscuits there. It's gonna be more of a breakfast style thing. I so. love it. Just a lot of fun and just one of the cool things that we're doing to celebrate eight years of being open, which is crazy. Uh, but it'll be fun. That'll be in Georgetown coming up. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm so excited. It's weird because again, every time you talk about your anniversary, like because I I'd been Mandy and I had only been together maybe a year or two whenever you know you all basically started and I, I still remember her telling me that her cousin was starting a brewery and I, I think I told you this last time I was just like oh that's that's nice that'll, didn't think anything be good. of it that'd be cool good for them man did I say this the first time about my ride to Lexington with my dad I don't I don't think oh, you gosh. did no, no I, again I, like I said I I said I hit the mom lottery I hit the dad lottery too I've got great parents uh lucky to still have them both um I can verify that and uh I was riding to Lexington one day we we're coming coming off of uh Newtown exit off of 75 south and uh, I could tell my dad had something on his mind. You know, you, you know, I'm oh, yeah. I'm thirty ish. I'm thirty. I'm thirty. And uh, you know, my dad's wanting to tell me something because we're kind of sitting there talking. I can't remember what we were coming to do. And dad's like, "So you're gonna start a brewery, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, you know, that's we're gonna start a brewery. It's gonna be yeah. awesome." And my dad, who's a, yeah, my dad, who's a, who was a longtime businessman, ran a dental practice in Georgetown, very successful. Um, just kind of blurted out like. I mean, when I was your age, I had a career. Uh, uh, oh. I mean, do you think this is really going to work? And I'm like, I don't know, Dad. I hope. And he's like, you've been holding this in. Right? He just blurted. I, when I was 30, I had a career. Because obviously at 30, I did not. And then uh, 
he said, when are you going to be open? I was like, well, if we're going to open it, you know, 11 during the week and on maybe a little later on Sunday, we'll open 11 on Saturday. My dad, because my dad is not a beer drinker. He, he drinks beer now. I didn't, right. he's not a beer guy. And dad's like, people don't drink beer at 11 o'clock on Saturdays. <laughs> and I said, dad, <laughs> oh, yes, they do. So, yeah, of course, dad's come back now and I'm yeah. super proud of me. And he comes in the tap room and has his own little following that he comes in and holds court and tells everybody about how he never believed <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but it's a cool story of how we got started. Uh, but, yeah, not, I think everybody kind of had that reaction. A lot of my friends kind of wanted to have an intervention when we said we were starting the brewery. And like, hey, should we sit DH down and be like, you're throwing your life away, man. You're, you know, your, your wife's pregnant. You're getting ready to have a child. What are you doing? Uh, because it's, I think we talked about this a little before, too. At that time, if you rewind to eight years, yeah, uh, West Six wasn't open yet. We had met those guys. Uh, I knew Ben and Brady and Joe and Robin. We'd met them a couple w- months beforehand. We kind of got together and heard they were starting to brew. They heard we did. So we started our friendship then. Still super good friends to this day. But they weren't around. You know, Blue Stallion guys hadn't, they were all after us, Ethereal, Mirror Twin, all the great places we have now, none of those existed. And if you wanted right. a craft beer, uh, you had places like Pazos, mm-hmm. uh, Saul Good was one of the leaders at the very beginning. Uh, you know, there's a lot of these places that you, you you had to go to a restaurant that just happened to serve good beer as right. opposed to a place that, that happens their focus. You that whole vibe that goes with the craft yeah. beer There were very, scene. very few yeah. just craft beer. Chase Taproom back then was one of the leaders that was serving uh was serving a lot of weird beers that were new, a few spots in Louisville, but I mean, it's so different when you think about it now. If you open up a bar now and you don't have the staples of the Lexington brands on, or you know, if you don't have Cougar Bait on, what are you doing? You know, like it's, oh, it yes. seems it seems like a no brainer now. And back then, it was a hard sell for us to be like, hey, we're making beer in Lexington and it's actually really good, and you should buy and put it on your tap, right? So mm-hmm. it's it, how how the scene has changed in eight years has been astounding. And we couldn't be we couldn't be happy. We're gonna be in a better spot. So and then also to watch it just grow outside of Lexington. I mean, that's the other thing you all you know spread out to other places now. It's it's amazing. You know, there are uh, we just did a lot of our meetings with our great distributors that we have, and our largest accounts, I think, in the east, our, our Eastern Kentucky distributors are up like forty percent, and the largest accounts are. Miguel's Skybridge Station, a lot of those spots in the gorge are yeah. doing great business. Those places didn't even—they weren't even wet, you know, a well, couple I mean, years ago. Miguel's oh, Powell County—that's my hometown. Yeah, and I remember when it went when it went wet, everybody was back home. It's like, oh my goodness, things have changed. I remember the Mexican restaurant put out a uh, celebratory Facebook post <laughs> with the giant margarita, like we're ready. La, so, yeah. La Cabana, careful. right there, she coming yeah. to town. Yes. Be careful, excellent. Uh, so and so, yeah, that was a big deal for the people up there because. <laughs> Wolf County, right, you know, right across the county line, right next to Miguel's, was wet, so people would have to drive up there. Mm-hmm. So now the fact that they could, uh, and they've they've been able to expand uh, recently. Have you have you been up there since they've done their giant expansion? They've got this. I'm there, place. like uh, probably okay. more than I want to. I was going to say, I, that's, um, that, 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 I guess that may have been a dumb question. <laughs> have you been up there? Yeah, uh, yeah. My kids, well, we love to go to Miguel's. We love to like eat, get pizza and play foosball and all that kind of stuff. We we go way too often, but the place is awesome. But I, I, that's just one of the great spots that's out there. Uh, that didn't have the ability to sell or Skybridge that Station there too. Yet. That's uh, that place. Skybridge Station awesome. crushes. Yeah. They're so good. The, I had a burger there not too long ago. Oh. It's absolutely outstanding. I thought I was finally going to get to try my first trip to Miguel's because I've never been to Miguel's, which I know is sacrilege. For Stop. You guys. I know. Just get in the car. Go we were, right I now. Know. So we were going to go to the Gorge um, with uh, my boyfriend's cousin, and then it ended up being so rainy the day before we went that it was going to be a muddy mess so it's like Miguel's has a roof going. it doesn't I rain in there Skybridge Station the seemed closed uh, who needs a hike great great spots and they're, they're, those are places that I think a lot of folks thought that craft beer won't work well mm-hmm. and it's not just the spots in the gorge you know it's it's in Hazard it's in uh 
you know, it's in Jackson, it's in the western part of the state, all these places that people neglected that thought, oh, that craft beer won't go well there. Like, I'll argue those people appreciate good food and honest, you know, good products more than anybody yeah. does. So in a lot of those areas, it's kind of a drought of, you know, available options. So then you just right. give them something good. And we've seen a, the plur- the pro- proliferation, I'll get it out, uh, <laughs> of craft breweries too. You know, like you've got new ones in Pikeville, uh, Henderson, E-Town, you know, Versailles, Moorhead, Mount Sterling, like all these spots are getting are getting small breweries, which just actually help the industry. Like usually when new breweries open up, our sales go up because more people are drinking Kentucky craft beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so and the more and more sampling, those, yeah. Right. You, you turn on a whole new group of people that that had no either access or realization to craft beer. Uh, and so like what's the next eight years going to look like in Kentucky? We're still at, at less than a 10% market share, which means – if for every ten craft beer sold, there's ninety sold of non-Kentucky mass-marketed beers, mm. and I think I said this before. Kentucky people love Kentucky stuff more than anything, and so the, the more people that start drinking Kentucky beer, the sky's the limit for what we're going to do here. Oh my gosh! A lot of fun. I just well, I always appreciate something that's made by you know my friends and neighbors. You know what I mean? Especially knowing you now, like it just makes me so much happier. Like I enjoy the experience more, and you just meet such so many good people. You know what I mean? And like, I, we always talk about how people don't appreciate sometimes enough where you're from and right. all of the great things that are like available to you just being in Kentucky. So I think that's a huge part of it now. And I just love what you guys do. Well, everybody loves, you know, the story behind what the product yes. is, right? You know, if, if I'm going to get some meats and I'm in you know, Highview Meats is a local butcher that's right near my sh- my uh, house in Sadieville. Mm-hmm. If I'm in Lexington, you're going to Critchfields, like the, the people that you like because you know them, you know, because right. Andy and those guys are doing crazy good work. Uh, and that's just one. If I'm getting my haircut, I'm going to see my man Ryan Offit. Shout out to the best barber in Georgetown. I love it. Uh, you know, the, I, everybody loves no matter what facet it is, or what connection it is. If I'm getting my car worked on, I'm going to see my buddy Josh. You know, like everybody wants that connection and there's no better we're in no better place, no better time for it now with how everybody's kind of going back to hyper local mm-hmm. and, and, and wanting to see that where, where's actually who's behind this, the peel back the layers of the onion. Who's actually behind this? Where's my money going? I want to make sure it stays here. Yeah. And like we had a story this morning on the Fox show about druthers. It's like, there's one left and both Bill and Jim started singing, you know, the, oh, the Andy jingle. Dandy tail. I remember all Andy <laughs> yes. Dandy tail. It's like they started singing that jingle immediately because it's about so much more than that. It's about all your memories at that place. You know what I mean? It's all connected and just like you just feel warm in certain places. Like you're like, oh, I remember my surprise birthday party at Country Boy. You know what I mean? Right. It's like all of that the, goes into it. I got to tell you, too, like when you say that, I've, I've got like kind of pinch yourself moments that yeah. like, hey, here's this person that I, that I know, but like I see on TV and she's connected to our brand and has good memories. They're like, that's so cool because sometimes we, do, we take it for granted. And in eight years, the coolest thing that people do is like somebody will come up and say, uh, the weirdest thing is when someone's like, oh, I love Country Boy beer. Uh, it's, it reminds me when I was growing up of what my dad drank. And I'm like, hold up, like, how old are you? But like, to someone that's <laughs> yeah. to someone that's 22, we started, you know, when they oh were gosh, when 14, yeah, 15, yeah. right? So that yeah. they would have that impression of of that connection. Uh, some people said, like, my I met my wife, like we had our first date at the tap room, or we had our first date at a bar, and we were both drinking Shotgun Wedding, or you know, oh we at, at our wedding we had your beer, so we're connected oh. now. And even on the flip side of that, some people have said, like, hey, like the last beer I had with my dad before he passed away mm. was a Country Boy beer. We met in the tap room. It's my last memory. So you've got these crazy life events that are set up around the brand and the liquid that we make. And that's got, and that's the coolest thing. It gives me goosebumps just talking about it, that we, we, as a bunch of dumb guys who are like, Hey, let's just try to make craft beer. The fact that people have embraced us and, 
you rolled us into their life stories has been has been the coolest and the greatest honor. It's I'm a lot of fun. I'm getting ready to go to a reception at Georgetown Country Boy. Awesome. You know what I mean? They've already planned. They're going to get eloped, but then come back and have a party with smart, you guys. Smart, smart. You know, <laughs> yes, that's, right, what right, right. that's already my plan. Life <laughs> advice, do that. Yes. Do that. Isn't that smart? Yes. yes. Um, and you had your birthday there. I remember that. Yeah, that was a real good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, everybody came out. We brought all the babies. That's the other thing. A lot of people don't really like, they don't think about it's a brewery a as being vibe. so yes. kid friendly. But, you know, as long as your kids are relatively well behaved, yeah, it is pretty. <laughs> right. Pretty you know, I mean, <laughs> anyone who knows my family knows that I've got the wildest son that's the, 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 the oh, Lord's Wiley. ever created. Uh, a Japanese kid with a mullet that runs around. He is unstoppable. Uh, but yeah. Being family friendly and being a place that's open and welcoming to everybody and anybody of all ages is something that we're glad that Kentucky uh, allows us to do, and that we that all the breweries do a great job of making sure that not only are we welcome to all ages but all walks of life when you come in the tap room. It's just a place where you can have fun and, and talk to everybody. Yeah, the food in Georgetown. Oh my god. Chef yeah. Joe Malone, shout out to the kitchen. Oh, it's so uh, good. Is out, he's done an outstanding job uh, with his key team there. Uh, it's better than I ever dreamed, and I'm happy to announce. And I wasn't going to do this, but we're actually opening up a food piece in Lexington. Oh, uh, that is breaking, exciting. Breaking news and scoop uh, that we've got a, a food trailer piece that was going to be uh, hardwired in there. It'll be there permanently that we're going to, that Joe is going to operate. It'll be a different menu than what okay. we have. The, <laughs> you <laughs> see she's, she's so excited. <laughs> and we are too, honestly. You know, it's something we've been excited about uh, for a while and we, we haven't put anything about it on social media or any, this is actually like me announcing it, but it's going to oh be open gosh. for the first time uh, for the Lexington anniversary, a totally different menu awesome. than Georgetown, but have some of the same things, mm-hmm. some of the smoke wings that we're doing up there, but a totally different take on it. Uh, and Joe's going to get to kind of flex a little bit and, and expand his, his base. And well, Andrea lives in Nicholasville. So that, so that's one of the reasons it's so much closer for her to be able right. to go to the Lexington location. But I uh, love the Georgetown one too, a lot. And Andrea, what's your address again? Because you keep telling uh-huh. me. <laughs> Everyone in Nicholasville knows where I live. I told you. That's awesome. It's a small town. All right. So that's coming up. Uh, I guess what other events around the uh, anniversary do you all have? um, We're doing some special bottle releases of some barrel-aged beers that we've kind of got tucked back. Uh, You just got to stay tuned to social media to see what those are going to be. All new merch. Uh, I've saved this a little bit to the last. Uh, I should have had it pulled up on my phone here. But have you seen the logo that we we were going to roll out for it? I have not. So we wanted to kind of take – Hey, what's you know what's the what's the eight year gonna look like? We want it to be something that's you know we're gonna have a cool shirt around, yeah. a cool pint glass, and make it kind of iconic to us. And I'm a kid of the late '80s, early '90s, of a certain age, um, and so we said eight year. Let's go like we're gonna go retro and like eight bit like '80s or like eight bit with it. All right. So the uh, as I'm looking through social media here, I'm trying to find the picture, but it is just oh, a good. cool old Nintendo cartridge, yes. like an old classic NES with our logo and everything in eight bit with like the whole duck hunt theme, like that's ready, pretty ready awesome. player one. Yeah. I'll find it here, but it's going to be super, super fun. We'll show that online. I'll look that up. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'll pull up a link here too. Yeah, so I'm sure you know, but it's collect NES cartridges and, and old NES oh, that's games. Awesome. Yeah. We, it is going to be so cool and a lot of fun yeah. with a oh, lot of like awesome. branded merch right around oh, it. That is good. Uh, so kind of eight, year we're throwing it back eight bit uh kind of jerks on our heartstrings you know every, every you don't have to pick up the shirt and blow into it like the cartridge you know to make sure it works have you seen the n64 uh, uh theme park coming to japan i have not but i'm not surprised you all victor's booking his travel plans <laughs> they as we speak like, they have like mario kart in real life it's like they've taken all of those like iconic scenes and like you can go drive go-karts like on a mario kart track and like they have like Mario World where like you get to actually like play the games and like it is so cool, you guys. 
I'm not surprised. It is pretty awesome. I, know, um, I was like, me and Jim Caldwell were just like, mouths open, just. <laughs> also, this is like the most random thing anyone's ever going to say in this room on a podcast. But you said Mario Kart. Have you ever really stepped on a banana peel? <laughs> no, no, no joke. Oh Wiley was coming in downstairs. I, I haven't even told my wife about this yet. On last Saturday, and he was eating a banana, and he just threw it over his left shoulder. Just kind of, okay, He's the wild man. Right? He's done with a banana, and he was just going to deposit it on the floor right over his left shoulder. And he turned around and ran and stepped on it and wiped out. If you ever really step on a banana <laughs> peel, that is awesome. that's the slickest <laughs> thing going, man. So it's a, his his little boy, Wiley, we were at... Uh, at the, at the family's Christmas thing, playing uh, like left, center, right for uh, there may have been some money involved. So each round, these people had to roll <laughs> yeah, that's, dice. That's our Christmas party. And, and, and he comes running up and he's like, Hey, let me ask you a question. I'm like, What, Wiley? And he goes, Let me roll your dice. <laughs> to which Victor responded, That's not a question. <laughs> yeah, I go, One, that's not a question. And two, No. <laughs> I pushed him away. <laughs> he's like, Oh. Yeah, he. He's going to be a lot of fun as he gets older. So, yeah, that's, already a lot of not, fun. Not yeah. to steer it away from the, the theme park, but I no, did that. That's fine. That, that pops totally into my head when you said Mario Kart. All right. Well, uh, we were finishing up with our time here. Uh, DH, people want to follow stuff, see what all exciting stuff's You're going on. You're good on Twitter. You two are both great on Twitter. Good yeah. follows. Listen, it, I'm terrible. I pale in comparison to Victor. I have people at work and like my friends in my personal life to come up and they're like, hey, is Victor as funny in real life as he is on Twitter? He's or, like, no. And I'm like, no. he's way funnier in real life. So, yeah, keep up with all our stuff. Uh, we have Facebook pages for the Georgetown Tap Room and for the brand uh, on Twitter at Country Boy Brew, Instagram, Snapchat. We're not on TikTok yet, but we will be. Uh, and, you, and you can follow all of us. I am CountryBoyDH on all those platforms. Um, also, a suggestion in honor of my friend Daniel Neely, who um, was one of our groomsmen. You uh, may have met him. Well, you definitely met him at the wedding. But uh, he has a saying where he goes, good gravy. That's good gravy. So you guys feel free to use Done. that all you want. Um, R.I.P. Daniel. Uh, he's not dead. I just haven't seen him in a while. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to like, what do I need to say to follow this I up? Know. To, I was like, whoa. To help anyway, so, uh, all Good that gravy. Note, um, DH, thanks for hanging out. Thanks, as always. Andrea, I know you like that one. I can't wait for this I gravy. don't know why I went so smooth with that I don't one. either. Hello. <laughs> well, I'm getting over my third cold of the season, so I have, my, still got a little nasal. I have my nice deep voice. I love that. I love being sick. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to just avoid Just the that. voice part. Like when Miranda lost her voice, I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yes, so excited for this gravy competition. And for the food truck, for their food oh, to be here. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the food at Georgetown is so good. I it just is. love food in general. So yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Although you and I have both done um, a relatively, I'm, I'm falling behind you, but um, you've, you've slimmed down some yeah. recently and Sucks. I'm working on it. It's not fun. I haven't had... I haven't had a gummy product in 2020. Yeah. You fluctuate. 16, you know what? 16 days. What's you that? fluctuate. And I, I, I do. I've I been on that train as well. Yeah. So it's tough. I mean. I go up and down. I'm right now on my downslope. Yeah. Um, the, hope, the hope is to just get down and stay there. But we'll, well see. Well, I have an embarrassing amount of clothes because I'm so many sizes. And I've been so many <laughs> sizes. And I've had to like restock on things. It's like, why didn't I just keep those pants from when I was fat now that I'm fat again? <laughs> You know what I mean? It's my, like I had really nice clothes back then. I lost weight and yeah. got all high and mighty. Now I need them again, and my pants are <laughs> I don't definitely. Have any. My so, pants are definitely fitting fitting better. Well, part of it is you know too. Um, it's one thing when you're like single and ready to mingle, and you're you got time to get in shape mm-hmm. and stuff, and then you get in a relationship, you get happy, mm-hmm. and suddenly you know you, we call it happy weight. Oh my gosh! It yes, just starts, just starts it's comfort. Back on because you're just you're just you're comfortable. comfortable Life with is each good. other. Eat that comfort food. Which normally I don't, I don't think is a bad thing at all. It's like, you know what? If everybody's happy, everybody's happy. But in our profession, we have to look at least somewhat presentable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Which, uh, and I, I don't think it's required. I just, I feel like personally I should look 
not like a hot mess. Right. <laughs> you want to be a hot man, not a hot mess. Like I got it. Um, all right. Well. But it's, I think we both carry our weight well when we're heavy. Yeah. You know what we'll I mean? I feel right. like I can get away with it sometimes, but yeah. like I don't want to because then I just feel bad. My, my beard helps hide a lot. I'm so jealous. I wish I could grow a beard so bad. <laughs> I look at guys all the time because I, you know, my double chin, my face gets fat first thing first. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like before you see it anywhere else, my face just gets as round as it can be. And my, I'm like, if I could grow a beard, you'd never see it. Uh, my, my goal is to lose enough weight that I can shave my beard off. <laughs> no, I like your beard. I've had it for so long and, and I'd like to just switch things up. But I also would probably have to get permission again. because getting I had to get, real I, red. I had to get permission to grow it. And now I'll probably have to get permission again to cut it. It's getting know. real red though. It's got yeah, I've got some red in it. I'm Irish. Well, I know, but it's your hair doesn't match your beard. <laughs> that's that's. Most, I know that's normal. I was gonna say most beards don't, and that's kind of a. But you're, you're, the difference is more pronounced. Like when somebody here. robs a bank, if their beard matches their hair, that's kind of a giveaway that the beard isn't uh, real. Oh, that's a real thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh you learn something so new every day. All right, well. Um, I'm getting texted. I gotta head out the door. Yeah, he's so. gotta hurry. So no favorite things this week. DH is our favorite. Country Boys our favorite this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, go out, have some fun. Um, and you know what? Check out any local Kentucky product. That's what I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, everybody, we had fun this week. Hope you all have fun too, and uh, have a good one. Bye. Bye.